All right, welcome to part two of our driver standing predictions for the 2024 season. Part one, we went through P20 to P11. Now you're joining us for P10 to P1 as we wrap up this little series. Brandon, how are you feeling about getting to the top of our driver standing? I'm feeling good about it. Um, I think I've got some interesting choices. I've got a couple of... Uh, predictions that i don't know i feel like uh, bold choices but uh, we'll see how the season plays out we'll see how my predictions um line up against your predictions so it's gonna be a good episode i'm ready ready to get into it well with that i'll hop into it you went first last episode so i'm gonna go first on this episode we'll go back and forth just like we did last time my p10 i have gone for pierre gasly um I think if you remember from our part one episode, you'll remember that we talked about Alpine being pretty average on the front points, very hard to predict. Um, I think Pierre uh, will just have a couple more of those standout weekends that we were used to him having maybe in 2020 and 2021 uh, that helped him succeed so much in AlphaTauri. There were a lot of uh, talk around the paddock uh, towards the second half of last year that he was beginning to have more influence on the car than Esteban was. For example, they got them to shorten the cockpit for him a little bit because Esteban was so much taller and that ended up making it kind of uncomfortable for Esteban to drive because his arms had to be a little more bent and they were like ah whatever and did what Pierre wanted them to do uh, so I think that that will lead to him maybe having more influence over the 2024 car uh, and so I think that he will comprehensively beat Esteban obviously you will not see Esteban inside my top 10 uh and uh, i just think we'll have a little bit more of those standout weekends that we used to seeing from pierre well i definitely agree with that um echoed a lot of what you uh were saying and my placement of pierre gasly but uh, that brings me to my p10 prediction i have daniel ricardo so we just kind of flipped our our predictions a little bit for p10 and p11 but I, um, you know, obviously love Daniel a lot and I love watching him race. Um, I think that he is going to uh, just be comfortable and be able to be more aggressive in his uh, new RB19. I mean, Alpha Tauri, um, whatever the car is called this year. Uh, um, but yeah, I think, you know, using all the uh, some of the old Red Bull parts from the RB19 uh, is going to help help their car a lot. And I think Daniel will be able to kind of uh, very comfortably beat Yuki this season and um, kind of show to the world that he's still got it. And, uh, you know, he, he's deserving of a seat at a, at a higher team maybe. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun season. I think Daniel's going to pick up P10 in the constructor standings. Yeah, that would be incredible if he finished top 10. Right now, yes or no? Does he get a podium in 2024? Ooh, uh, I'm just going to have to go with my heart and say yes. But yes. Um, so, yeah, I think last year, uh, I believe it was Lance Stroll who finished P10. Um, and he was the highest driver with no podiums to finish uh, in the standings. But, I mean, I think P11 and 12 also had uh, gotten podiums. Um, so yeah. I think it's definitely possible if Daniel's Daniel's up there in the point standings, like probably means he picked up a podium, uh, you know, at I some point. I could see him getting one like Imola or something. I could see that. I could see that. Um, but yeah. speaking of Aston Martin, my P9, it pains me to do it, 
Uh, I've got Fernando Alonso at P9. Uh, I don't think the Aston Martin will be as good as it was this year, uh, as we obviously talked about. Um, but I also think that the top four teams will be on such a greater upward trajectory than Aston Martin is that Aston Martin will kind of slip out of that top pack over the course of the season. I think that Fernando will obviously get the most out of that car each and every weekend. We'll probably see him pick up two, three, four podiums across the course of the season, still wringing the neck out of that car as much as he can and consistently beating uh, Lance Stroll. Um, but unfortunately, I think we'll see uh, the Fernando Aston love affair maybe start to have some fractures around the edge uh, as the car gets a little bit worse. Uh, and just think overall uh, will not have as outstanding of a year that he had this year, which is so unfortunate because it was really nice getting to see him race at the front and challenge Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen and because he still got it like he's still you know hasn't hasn't lost a step still one of the quickest drivers out there um and so it will, it will be sad to see him not fighting up at the front every weekend if this is true but p9 Fernando Alonso well that's very interesting because I agree with you wholeheartedly I have Fernando Alonso in p9 as well um like you just said, I, th I think the Aston Martin is going to get a little bit worse, but I think Fernando's going to continue to get better. You know, he's a fantastic race car driver. He absolutely still has it. Um, he still has the fire to compete, fire to show up every weekend and work really hard. Um, so I, I think he's going to get, you know, the most out of the car as possible. And I think for, for him this year, it's going to be P9. Um, hopefully we get to see him pick up a couple podiums. I think that's definitely possible. Um, but um yeah, I've got him in P9, and unfortunately, as much as I would like to see him up at the front, kind of competing for race wins um, like we did the front half of last season, I don't don't know that it's going to happen this year, but time will tell. All right, P8. This one's tough for me because I'm looking at my list right now and debating in my mind if I want to make a change on the spot. <laughs> um and I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. All right. P8, I've got Oscar Piastri, which is hard for me because I think McLaren is going to be one of the teams that takes a step forward this year. I think they'll be consistently the second and third fastest car throughout the course of the season. Um, and, like, I want to believe in my heart that they will challenge Red Bull and could be a viable championship competitor. Um, but, unfortunately, they have – fallen short in years past uh, when they were supposed to be that, uh, especially thinking towards 2021 when they were supposed to take a step forward and then proceeded to take slight steps back for three years in a row. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go Oscar Piastri P8. That's nothing against Oscar Piastri. I think we, we will look back at next year and say that he had a better season than his rookie year. I think he will improve as a driver, be more consistent, have more consistent race pace. Uh, I just think the drivers and teams around him will have uh, slightly more experience, obviously leading to them having slightly better seasons. So nothing against Oscar. I just think the situation that he will be in will have him around P8. Yeah, that's, um, I, I feel the exact same way. I also have Oscar Piastri in P8. Um, I think, I think McLaren, I, I think we'll look at back at Oscar and we'll look back at McLaren and say, yes, there was improvement uh, this year, a big, you know, a, a big step up for them and they were actually competing um, with, you know, the Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull throughout the entirety of the season, um, as opposed to just the back half of last year. 
Um, but I, I, I think that Oscar will, um, you know, he'll, he'll continue to develop. He'll have some really solid weekends and then he'll have some weekends where he just, for whatever reason, can't seem to find the pace. Um, and, you know, he'll finish on the fringe of the points or uh, he'll make a mistake and crash out or um, he'll crash in, in qualifying and that'll cause him to have to change components and start from the pit lane or, you know, things like that. I, I'm not saying that all those things will happen, but I think a couple of those things could happen and, and hamper his ability to, um, you know, score points when necessary and that kind of thing. So, um I think Oscar finishing in P8 would be good. He might pick up a podium or two, but um, I think that um, overall he'll he'll be beat by Lando pretty pretty easily, um, not by anything uh, necessarily that he has done wrong, but just by his uh, lack of experience in comparison to Lando. It will be interesting to see. Um, obviously, we didn't see Oscar Piastri crash a lot this past year, um, but... He didn't really have a competitive car for the full year. He was obviously still getting his feet underneath him. So if he does indeed have this more competitive car and have experience on these tracks and feel like he can start pushing to the limit uh, in each and every situation, uh, we'll see if that has any effect on his driving or results. Uh, so that'll be super interesting to watch, something I hadn't thought about yet. P7, I have got George Russell. Uh, I think Mercedes... I, I don't know. I, I keep telling myself, like, they have to figure it out soon. Like, they're Mercedes. They won so many championships, so many years in a row. Um, this year might be that year. It might not be that year. Um, but I think we saw uh, this past year that there is still a bit of a gap between him and Lewis Hamilton. Uh, like, after George's first year in Mercedes, everyone was like, oh, my gosh. Like, he just beat – Lewis Hamilton over the course of the season, which obviously is no small feat. Don't want to discredit that at all. Um, but there are definitely all the reports during that season of Lewis trying experimental setups and doing different things with the car just to try and help the team improve. And then when 2022 or 2023 came around um, and, you know, they were both running their normal setups for a weekend, it became pretty obvious that there was still that gap between uh, the two drivers, I think that gap will continue this year. Um, George Russell, P7. Yeah, I think that's a great prediction. I think um, Mercedes is a team that's really, really hard to place. Um, I definitely agree with that. I, I also have uh, George Russell at, at P7. I think that um, he is uh, he's a really, really good driver. He's a really smart driver. Um, but I think there's just a little bit of a gap between him and Lewis. Obviously, Lewis has won seven world championships and George hasn't, hasn't. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think I think his experience will just kind of, you know, continue to develop. I think he's going to be better this year. I think, um, you know, he'll be in the mix more, um, but I don't know that it yields more than P7 in the standings. I just don't see him. I don't see him winning a race this year. Um, and without him winning a race, I don't know that it's possible for him to get any higher than P7 just because, you know, the where the gra gap is really created in the driver standings is getting consistent podiums and consistent race wins because that's where where the gap in, in the uh, distribution of the points is. So uh, without, without George, you know, 
being able to, to win a race or two, I, I don't know that um, anything higher is possible. So uh, P6, I have got Carlos Sainz. Um, all of these drivers in this part of the standings are just so tough to differentiate between. Um, I have gone Carlos Sainz P6 because I think um, Ferrari will be the probably most consistent like third fast team on a weekend and i think Carlos signs will be um just behind charles on most weekends and so i think that'll have him finishing sixth in the standings i think uh he'll be consistent as he usually is uh pick up the podium every now and then but finishing fourth fifth most weekends um and so i think uh p6 for carlos signs uh but I mean, all these are so tough. Like I, I, you could easily switch any of these in the top eight, and I wouldn't be angry about it. And and Carlos Sainz is another hard one to place in here. But I'm I'm feeling okay about my P six. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about um before we were recording this that we thought that maybe we had we haven't you know seen each other's predictions before. So you're you guys are seeing our our or hearing our live our live reactions to what we have uh, predicted but we, we were talking about our predictions converging at the top of the standings and they're definitely starting to do that because i also have carlos signs at p6 um i think i think you're right i think ferrari is going to be a lot more consistent this year um and i think that they're going to be you know right around yeah second third fastest car on any given weekend um just based on the track and you know the setup that they have versus uh, McLaren and Mercedes and um, we'll we'll see that um, they finish like yeah, anywhere from P3 to P7, P6 um, during the race and so I think Carlos finishes um, P6 probably within 5 to 10 points of Charles honestly um, over the course of the whole season I think that'll play out and um, they'll have very very uh, similar seasons to each other um i think ferrari will continue to be uh, strong on qualifying pace and that'll lead to um them uh, being able to pick up you know decent amount of podiums uh, over the course of the season as a team so probably probably a lot of p3s is where i would expect most of their podiums to come from but maybe i don't know between five and eight podiums over the course of the season between the two of the drivers is kind of what i see but We'll see what happens. What do you have for uh, P5? P5, my first kind of out there prediction. I've gone for Sergio Perez in P5, which is quite the drop uh, from him finishing P2. But he almost finished P3 this last year, so it wouldn't be that crazy of a drop. Um, I think uh, the gap between Red Bull and the rest of the field will um, drop a little bit this year just as we get deeper into the regulation change. Um, I think that other teams might catch up a little bit. Uh, I don't think that'll be enough for anyone to have a serious title challenge to Max, uh, but I just think we saw at a lot of races this past year, uh, the races where Red Bull uh, didn't have as big of a gap and Sergio Perez uh, having that three, four tenths gap to Max Verstappen no longer meant him qualifying P2, it meant him qualifying P8 or P11. Uh, he really struggled on those weekends and would just, if he has a bad start to a weekend, I feel like it just compounds over and over again for Sergio Perez. So 
I think it'll just be a lot of factors together. You know, the pressure of Alpha Tauri being better and both of those drivers having better seasons and him hearing the talk about his seat might be under pressure, them being further down in the pack and him having to race his way through the field more and having more bad qualifyings because of it. Uh, I just think it will, you know, have his confidence continue to take a hit. Obviously, Red Bull are just going to continue to develop that car around Max Verstappen. There's no reason for them not to. And so it could move even further away from where Sergio wants a car to be. We don't know. Um, but I just, I see the other cars getting closer uh, to Red Bull. And I just see that not being good for, for Sergio Perez. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an interesting prediction. I, I agree with everything you've said here, but I, you know, I think the main difference between Sergio and Max is when Max starts off on a, on the bad foot on a weekend, you know, his mindset is, all right, how quickly can I get, get to the front of the pack? I think Sergio's mindset is like, okay, well, I guess this whole weekend is shot and I'm going to, you know, drive around until I finish P14. Whereas Max, you know, would be like, all right, I'm going through the field and, you know, going to win the race anyway, or pick up a podium or whatever is possible. We just, I, I don't see us ever really talking about, um, Sergio having great recovery drives because he doesn't really have those. Um, but unfortunately it seems like a lot of opportunities for him to have those and he never really delivers, but that's okay. Um, my P5 prediction is Charles Leclerc. Um, I think that, um, and I alluded to this in my P6 prediction of Carlos, but I think Charles is going to have a pretty consistent season. Um, He's going to be fighting a lot with his own teammate on the track, and um, he's going to finish you know five to ten points ahead of uh, Carlos in the in the driver standings in P five. Well, I have put Charles Leclerc P four. Uh, obviously, I think he will beat his teammate this year. I think Ferrari will figure out some of their race pace struggles, which will help him uh, convert his stellar qualifying performances into better race results. I don't know if that will consistently be wins or not. Uh, probably more uh, likely that they result in poles to P3s instead of poles to P5s and P6s like he has had this past year. Uh, and so I think that'll help him get P4. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if, if he did pick up a win or two throughout the season uh, and we saw him get that slightly bigger gap to Carlos Sainz through that. Um, but yeah, P4, Charlotte Claire. Um, so this is kind of my first um, big, uh, bold prediction, but I have Sergio Perez at P4. Um, kind of similar to what you said, I think the rest of the uh, teams are going to catch up to Red Bull a little bit. And, you know, Sergio is going to find himself qualifying p5 p6 and not really being able to get past the cars as quickly as he won he wanted to so um i think that'll result in him him dropping uh, a few places and you know who knows if you know at some point during the season red bull may may decide to switch him out with another driver um from another team uh and you know that could also limit his ability to um score points but uh, we may see him drop even further than P4 or P5 if that happens. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's just wishful thinking. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I think I think he'll continue to kind of 
uh, be a good, you know, second teammate, you know, second, second seat driver um, to Max to Red Bull, but I don't think he's gonna, gonna catapult himself into being, you know, in contention or right there with Max at all. I, I just don't see that happening. And so I think um, we'll see a P4 uh, for Sergio, but now we get into the top three. Um, so I think, I think we both have the uh, only three, the same three drivers remaining. Um, so this is an interesting, Justin, who do you have for P3? In P3, I've got driver number four, Lando Norris. Uh, I think with McLaren taking a step up, I think he will take a step up as well and be able to consistently deliver. Uh, obviously, race pace has been his specialty. So if he's got uh, a quick car on Sunday, I expect him to be uh, getting the maximum or close to the maximum amount of points out of that car uh, every weekend. Um, the real reason that I, I've put him P3 out of these drivers uh, is just he still makes those qualifying errors where it's that one lap that he's really under pressure and has to deliver on. And so I think if he gets a car that, you know, is maybe championship level pace at the beginning of the year and, and can't compete close with Red Bull, uh, I don't know if I can fully trust him to consistently beat Max Verstappen over one lap when it's there. Uh, we've seen him crack under pressure a couple times at the end of the year where maybe hole was on the table for him, I think back to Qatar specifically. Um, and so I think having uh, the pressure of like the beginning of a full season long championship battle on his mind right from the beginning of the year, um, we could still see uh, some cracks in Lando Norris uh, that would prevent him from fully being uh, at the top of the championship table. Yeah. Yeah. I, Definitely agree with that. I, I also have Lando in P3 in my predictions. Um, I think he will carry um, McLaren to a pretty successful season this year. Um, I, I see him being able to potentially pick up his first win in Formula One. I'm excited for that to uh, to happen. I, I think it will happen this year. Um, but, you know, like you said, I, I, I just don't trust him enough to be able to say, all right, Lando is going to fight consistently enough with Max and he's going to be able to out outdrive you know lewis on a consistent basis uh, enough to be able to beat him over the course of the season in the driver's standings or even over the course of you know a half of the season you know when max and, and lewis you know now have 10 drivers championships between the two of them which is crazy to think about um but you know all of that experience and all those victories that they've had are really gonna i think just help them beat Lando and um, I don't think that um, you know Lando's gonna have a great season but I don't think it'll be enough to uh, beat either of those two I think it'll be really cool to see the constructors battle between McLaren and Mercedes and Ferrari for P2 P3 and P4 obviously we've put them all in this uh, jumbled batch of, of driver standings here and if I had to guess I would say maybe Ferrari will be at the bottom end of that but we've also put George Russell and Oscar Piastri at P7 and P8. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that turns out. Um, but P2, I've gone for, I'm just kidding, Lewis Hamilton uh, is my <laughs> P2. Um, yeah, I think um, Mercedes had a better car at the end of the, the year last year. And uh, I think there are a couple races that Lewis came close to getting uh, a win. There were a couple times throughout the year uh, he had that awesome pole in, in Hungary. So I think if you uh, give him a car, obviously he's still 
right up there at the top of the grid um, with most talented drivers and quickest drivers out there. Um, I just think his consistency uh, will help get him P2. Like whenever um, uh, a P1 is maybe out there for him, but anytime it's on the table for him to get a podium, he's going to deliver and get that podium. Uh, and so I think uh, that consistency will help him get P2. I don't think the Mercedes will be close enough for him to have a consistent championship battle with Max. I think it will still end up being a distant P2, uh, but Lewis Hamilton P2 is my prediction. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with uh, that. I also have Lewis as P2 in my predictions. Um, I think he's, you know, um, one of the best drivers to ever drive, and um, his consistency and ability to just deliver um, fantastic recovery drives and get the absolute most out of the car um, you know, even if they weren't on it in qualifying, you know, he's able to score points and, and, uh, there's, I don't think there's anybody better at picking up the scraps of other drivers mistakes, um, on the grid right now. And, you know, if you're, if you're fighting with Lewis and you make a mistake, that's it, you're done. Like he, he's going to take every, every advantage of that. And I think just his ability to do that, his ability to consistently, um, deliver and, uh, not have big issues like retirements and things like that. I mean, he's a very, very consistent driver. And so I think, I think that'll uh, catapult him to uh, P2, but yeah, I think um, he won't really be able to fight on a consistent basis with Max, um, but I think he might be able to pick up a couple wins, which would be great to see. I know it's been, um, I guess now almost three years since he's won a race. It'll be, his last race he won was Saudi Arabia in 2021. Um, so I know that that's something that he definitely wants. And, you know, um, as much as I prefer Red Bull to Mercedes and, and don't really like the Mercedes team, I, I do uh, enjoy watching uh, Lewis be successful in the sense that, you know, he's able to set records and do great things for the sport, which is something cool to witness even if it's not the person i want i want to be doing that but that's all right um so big surprises here justin who do you have for p1 in the driver's standings p1 in the driver's standings i have gone for max verstappen there's nothing in me that says red bull are going to stop being dominant and nothing in me that says max verstappen is going to stop being dominant um i mean he is just, he drove so perfectly in 2023. I mean, just him were with the car, were in sync all season long. Um, he, the lack of mistakes that he made uh, were incredible. Um, you know, didn't crash out of any races, didn't make, uh, you know, contact with a lot of people unless it was George Russell diving up the inside and uh, different but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I just, there's nothing in me that foresees an ending to the Max Verstappen Red Bull dominance. Obviously, uh, I think it'll be closer, probably won't win as many races as he did this year uh, for the sake of competitive sport and enjoyable viewing. I hope he doesn't win as many races as he did this past year. You know, awesome to see him set the record in real time feel free to not do that again. Um, but <laughs> I, I still think it, it won't be a close championship battle. I think it will very clearly be Max Verstappen P1. I, I absolutely agree. I think 
Um, I think Max will maybe win uh, maybe like 18 races this year, which is still a lot. Um, uh, but that leaves maybe four or five on the table uh, for somebody else to grab. I think maybe Lando will win a race. Maybe Lewis will win two. Sergio will win one, maybe two. And so, I mean, that's still a lot because I think we've got 23 races on the calendar this year or 24. Um, oh, man, it might be 24. Yeah, I'm not not 100% sure. But but I think, you know, Max is still going to win majority of the races. I think Red Bull is still going to dominate in the constructors and the drivers. Uh, Max is still going to continue to do what, do what he does. There's, you know, like you said, there's no reason to believe that Red Bull is on the downward trend at all. Um so it'll be interesting to watch, but yeah, fully, fully think that Max is going to pick up his fourth driver's championship, um, put him into uh, the likes of Sebastian Vettel with another four for Red Bull. So that'll be pretty cool to watch um, and I'm excited for it to happen. Super interesting to see. Obviously we have made these predictions before preseason testing. So we might not even have to wait for the season to start to be like, oh man, but we're going to stick with them. We're going to ride them through to the end of the year. Uh, we'll do updates over the summer break, and it'll be fun to look back uh, at the end of the year and see just how right or wrong we were. Hopefully right, but who knows? We might not know wheel at all, and these could have been terrible predictions, but only time will tell. Brandon, thanks so much for doing this. This was fun. You're going to go through our predictions. Uh, obviously, if you didn't get to listen to part one, go back and do that to get the full P20 to P1 experience. Uh, Brandon, what are your final thoughts? Parting podium thoughts, if you will. Parting podium thoughts is that we are roughly a month out from preseason testing. Um, we're just a couple of weeks away from the first car launch. Uh, the first one right now is February 5th. Um, so that's very exciting. Can't wait to see the new liveries. Um, I'm really hoping for some kind of out there live liveries this year. Um which I always hope for that every season and it never seems to happen, uh, yeah. but that's okay. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some cool liveries. I do like the Chrome accents on the uh, McLaren, but overall just excited for, for the season to get underway. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Excited for preseason testing. Always fun to get to watch that and have that on the computer during the work day and have one eye on that. Uh, so we're almost here. We've, I would say we've made it through the break. We haven't. Obviously, there's still a month left, but things are starting to happen. One car launch has already happened when we didn't expect it. We're back making content, so we are surviving the break. It's going to be over before we know it, and we will be back to seeing Formula 1 cars on track, which is super exciting. Um, but that is all we've got for today. P20 to P1 driver standing predictions all wrapped up. Hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. We will see you in the next one. See ya. See ya.